Well, good morning, good morning, and good morning. Looks like we are having a little difficulty trying to get on the line today, but thank God we made it. Hallelujah. It is February the 12th, and we're so glad to be on this line, thanking God that we're here for everyone, and everyone is here to praise the Lord. We just want to glorify God today that the devil's plans and his, 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 his traps and all those things have been voided and he's been defeated, and we need to rise up and give God praise. Yes, 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 yes. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that the Lord is blessing us today. And as you lift your hands and worship him wherever you are and whatever time zone you're in, uh, wherever you are in the United States and across this country and world, we celebrate you today. Uh, can't you take out this moment and just take this moment and celebrate yourself and pat yourself on the back? David said, I have to encourage myself. So I want you to encourage yourself that no matter how short the steps are to everybody else or how long for somebody else, the fact is, is that you made a step and you want to celebrate the fact that you made that step this day. Oh, come on and give him praise. Glorify his name. I am your host, Bishop Kenneth L. Pierman, and I'm so glad to be on here with you on this Bell International Prayer Call, the Bishop Eddie L. Long Prayer Call. And we thank God it was established and that we are here to pray and to come together and to bind and to loose and to speak those things as not as though they are today. Right now, in our now situation, present and accounted for, that the Lord will move in a supernatural way. Let us pray. Ooh. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we glorify your name. We celebrate today that we were able to know that when we laid down last night, we laid down in victory. We slept with victory. We woke up with victory. We started this day out with victory. We know we have the victory. We are victorious. And you give us sustaining victory to keep us throughout this day. And we thank you for keeping us in the hollow of your hand and giving us clarity of mind. Yes, Lord. Oh, God, clarity of mind and the peace. It's a pass of all understanding. And we thank you, O oh Lord, that as you're moving even right now, that you put blood walls of protection around each and every individual that's on this call, those that are on their way to school, that are young children, those that are driving the buses, those that are mass, transporta mass transportation. We ask you to keep a blood wall of protection around them. We ask you to do the same for our men and women in the armed forces, our government, those that are traveling to international waters. We should do the same for our first responders today in the name of Jesus. We should do the same for our, our, our caregivers when we say good morning to them and that you put a blood, blood, blood wall of protection around them and that their mind can stay at peace and they won't feel all alone, but that you'll stand with them and let them know that they're not alone. And we thank you, O oh God, that you put a blood wall protection around our special needs children and those that are suffering from autism and severe autism and their parents. And we pray for all our pastors and leaders. We pray for those that are advocates that are speaking and those that are about to go into surgery, that you let them know that you've washed the, blood, washed the room and sanctified the room in the blood of the Lamb, and that the hands of the surgeon and his team or her team has been anointed. And therefore, you give them a, a rest in their spirit right now in the name of Jesus. 
and let your peace cover them in the name of Jesus. And they go in with victory and come out with victory. Those in bereavement, God, we pray a, a prayer for them and those preparing for home going that you continue to keep them. And those that are, are, are preparing a new norm, that they woke up because maybe they're going through divorce or some type of separation. But today in their new normalcy, that you give them a peace and an assurance, oh, God, like never before. And we bless you because you're God. And we love you because you're God. And we worship you because you're God. And we celebrate because you're God. Ha! Ah, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen again. I pray that you're celebrating yourself today. That's what I hope and pray you're doing. You're encouraging yourself, looking in mirrors while you're driving, saying, that's right, I encourage myself. God, you've been good to me, and I've come this far by faith, leaning on the Lord, uh, trusting in your holy word. He hasn't failed me yet. No, I'm only singing for you to I'm under contract. But anyway, to our first-time callers, you're welcome today. Put a smile on your face because God is working it out just for you. I'm not on here alone. No, no, and no again. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. I'm on here with, with, with no, uh, none other than the great. Elder Marcia Stokes. Good morning, Elder Stokes. How are you doing today? Good morning, good morning, good morning. Uh, good morning to you, Bishop Kenneth Pearman, and good morning to all of the mighty prayer warriors and the faithful ones who have connected with this call. And again, to the first-time callers, we are excited to have you join us today. Good morning, saints of the Most High God. Good morning. Well, you know nobody can say it like you can. Good morning, saints of the Most High God. And so the, for everyone on here, you know when Elder Marcia Stokes comes back, she got something to say. But well, I want you to get ready for as the Lord has blessed her to give a great word. And seriously, with all of the challenges that have happened for us today, just trying to get on the prayer call, know that God is really moving in a supernatural way. And I know somebody said, you are telling the truth. I, I thought I wasn't going to get on here. But listen, you're here. And because you're here, watch what God has to say and do. Elder Marcia Stokes is coming back. Get ready for the word and the prayer. Amen, Elder Stokes. Well, we bless God again. Thank you so much, Bishop Pierman, for leading us to this point in this call. And uh, we don't take this lightly or for granted that we have been gathered together from all over the world. So uh, we praise God for that. Today, as we settle in for our moment of devotion, I ask that you would turn your attention to Psalm chapter 46, verses 10 and 11. Uh, that is the 46th division of the Psalms, uh, verses 10 and 11. In the New King James Version, it says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge, Selah. Uh, today, the Lord wants you to know, and he wants me to know, that we possess something that he's given to us. 
we possess the power to ponder. And so that is the topic for today's devotion from him, power to ponder. We are creative beings. We have the ability to design, to develop, and to determine the outcome of something as moldable as a piece of clay or as dense as a piece of wood. We come up with creative ideas and witty inventions, as so says Dr. Cindy Trim. We are also strategic in nature. We are intentional on purpose, and we are very focused as a people. No other created being is quite like us. We are intelligent. We are smart. We are tenacious, and we are well able to accomplish great things. But here's the truth about us as well. Many of us can agree that we are also impatient and reactionary. We live on the edge of making last minute our normal. We rush to make decisions and we miss opportunities to think a plan all the way through. Many of us, if not all of us, need to slow down. We need to back up. We need to sit down and we need to stop. Really, what we need to do is ponder. So what does it mean to ponder? Well, it means to think about something carefully, especially before making a decision or reaching a conclusion. We have the power to ponder. We often overlook this simple task, uh, even while we're uh, chasing something that is more complex. We miss the thing that is simplest. We don't really understand the power of pondering. When we ponder, we are telling our mind and our body and our soul that the time has come for us to stop and reflect. We need to reflect on the entire picture and not just the spot or the area that we're supposed to handle. We need to consider the entire organization. We need to consider all of the employees. We need to take account and note of each of our competitors. We need to understand the dynamics of the market and the impact of our decision on the whole thing. We need to consider all of it. We can do that best when we stop to ponder. We give ourselves permission then to dream and to dream big. When we ponder, we allow space for excess to enter into our decision-making process. When we ponder, we can stretch ourselves to include extreme thoughts and let them invade our thought process. When we ponder, we take time to take the limits off so we can go into a realm that is bigger, greater, deeper, and wider. Psalm 46, 10 and 11 gives us instructions on how best to ponder. It says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations and I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us, the God of Jacob is our refuge. And then it ends with this simple statement, Selah. Selah is an instruction for those who are 
singing this particular song, Selah tells them to stop and take a break. Stop singing and take a break. Stop singing and ponder what you just sang about. Let's look at Psalm 46, 10, and 11 again as we look for our instructions on how to ponder and what we're pondering on. It says the first thing you have to do if you're going to ponder is to be still. You have to start with stillness. That is the first instruction if you're going to embrace the power of being able to ponder. Be still. Every day we should take some time out just to be still, just to sit still and just to do nothing, just to have a moment, if not but a minute, five minutes or ten, to have no agenda and just to sit still. While we are in the stillness of the moment, it is then that we will begin to recognize, understand, and embrace that there is a source, there is a an element, and yes, there is even a power that is so much bigger than us. This power is God. God will enter into this moment of pondering with us, and he will begin to uh, release his quiet to us. And when we are consumed by his quiet as he speaks, we'll be able to hear him. We'll hear him so clearly. Uh, We'll listen for him to speak, and we'll listen to what he says. Listen, I've been thinking about this. It is not possible for both of us to be talking at the same exact time and listening to each other. It's just not possible. We may both start engaging in speaking at the same time, but one of us is going to miss some things that the other one is saying. One of us is going to only catch every other word. One of us is going to miss whole statements. And I promise you, if it's us and God who are speaking at the same time, God's not going to miss anything because he is all-knowing and he is able to hear everything at the same time time that he's speaking and moving, but we, on the other hand, are finite creatures, and we're not able to engage in the conversation with him and listen at the same time. I had an experience last night that proved that this was right to me. I left church, and I was on my way home, and my phone rang in my car, and the person who called me uh, was excited, and I was excited, and we started talking back and forth, and at one time, the conversation was so good, both of us started talking at the same time. They were in their car. I was in my car. We were both talking at the same time, and I realized (laughs) that I did not know what the other person was saying because I was so busy talking. I I even had to lift up the volume on my voice so that they could hear me and I could out-talk them, and it didn't work. Finally, both of us just had to stop talking and laugh. You go first. I'll listen. No, you go first. I'll listen. We can't both talk at the same time and hear each other. Hence, the lesson in being quiet, being still, and pondering. God wants to speak to us 
and he wants us to listen to him. And sometimes we're talking so much that we don't hear what he's saying. Seriously, I want you to think about that. You, you want to think about it because as you're focused on listening, you'll be intent on understanding what he's saying. Not just listening so you can hear the sound, but listening with purpose. So that is, as, as he's speaking and giving instruction and saying, but did you think about this and did you think about that and how about going into this realm and how about connecting with that one, it'll become clear to you that God is giving you direction. God is telling us that we have the power to ponder. It, it takes great power, great energy to ponder. But if we do so, he said, listen, I will elevate my voice in such a way that it will be heard even among the nations, not just to you sitting in your office at your desk. He said, I'll elevate my voice so much, Psalm 46 and 10, that it will be heard even in the earth realm. You'll have access to this if you would just be still and ponder. So know this. You're not going to make a wrong decision because Psalm 46 and 11 tells us that the Lord of hosts is with us. Yeah, Jehovah Sabaoth, the one who fights our battles, he's right there in the pondering moment with us, and that's why we have the power. He said, I'm also going to be your protection. I'm going to be your refuge. Anything that tries to inter, uh, intercept or uh, distract you in this space while you're being still and you're pondering, I'm going to protect you from that. This is your place of refuge. And then this particular writer concludes this particular division of the psalm with the word selah, <laughs> ponder, uh huh. stop and take a break. Consider what the Lord is saying. We have the power to ponder, and I declare it's time that we use the power that God has given us. Come on, let's pray about it. Father, we thank you so much for being our God. We thank you for uh, giving us opportunity to not only speak to you during moments of prayer, but God, thank you for still moments when we can listen to you and ponder what you're saying. Father, thank you for enlightening us and opening our thought process to think differently about how we conclude and, and, and close out our prayer time with you. Thank you, God, for giving us opportunity to sit back and listen. Hi, thank you for the power to ponder. Thank you, Father, that in this age of immediacy, during this age when everything is so urgent and we want things so quickly to come to pass, thank you for telling us in your word to be still. We honor your word today. We receive your word today. We live your word today. We speak your word today. We are motivated by your word today. We are challenged by your word today. We are even convicted by your word today. Thank you that those you love, you chasten. Thank you for chastening us, God, for the, the times that we did not stop to ponder and listen to what you said. We repent. 
Father, for the times we moved too quickly, for the times we moved ahead of you, for the times that we spoke when you were speaking, for the times, God, that we didn't pay attention, and for the times that we didn't ponder. We repent, God. We ask you to forgive us, to cast that that missed opportunity, that missed the mark moment, cast it as far as the east is from the west. God, remember our sin no more. Thank you for turning us around and giving us another opportunity to get it right. Today, God, I ask that everyone who is connected to this call, live or through the podcast or repeat broadcast, Lord, give us an opportunity today to experience the power of pondering. Give us a moment today, God, when we turn off. Give us a moment today to tune out. Give us a moment today intentionally to stop. Help us, God, to to embrace this power that we have that you've given us to ponder. We look for the outcome to be miraculous. We look for the outcome to be greater than what we anticipated. We look for the results, God, that we can measure and know indeed that pondering works. We thank you in advance for the victory we receive because we have honored your word, we have consumed your word, we have activated your word, and we believe by faith Your word is not returning to you void, but it is accomplishing everything you sent it to us to do. We thank you. 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 In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah and amen. And hallelujah and amen it is. And we thank God that you've been free today. Someone is experiencing a freedom to be able to ponder, to think to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. You've been, you have a release to feel freedom. Someone was taught that you couldn't do that. Don't ponder in your heart. Keep moving. Don't wait. But today, there's been a release across this line that you are free to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, but standing still to listen for the voice of God and wait on him. Oh, my God, my God. Take your time and lift your hands and worship him for the spirit of freedom and liberty, Uh, to be able to stand still, allowing him to speak to you, allowing him to give you the idea that you need to have and wisdom and how to walk it out. Come on and worship him, people. Just worship him. And to those who already have it together, we worship God for you, that you're already on the right track. This is all confirmation to you. And this confirmation is wonderful in this sight. But to someone that's just experiencing this freedom, that's just got finished beating themselves up because of it, now can begin to relax in the Lord and the power of his might. My God, my God, what a word from heaven. What a word from heaven. 
And we thank you, Elder Stokes, for this word that you've transferred and given unto us. And it allows someone today to walk in their freedom of waiting and knowing it's all right to ponder and think it through. Ooh, I want to come back and say some more on that, if you don't mind. I appreciate that. Um, wow, Bishop Pierman, for uh, you are absolutely right. We we definitely, many of us need to just take that moment, just take that moment and think it all the way through. Uh, as you were speaking and as you were saying that, I, I was quickly reminded that we need to possess the power, but we don't need to be ashamed of the power. There are some who may engage in your space with words like, why are you just sitting doing nothing, like trying to shame you because of the fact that you have the power to ponder. But we have to remember that everybody is not uh, in a place of enlightenment. (laughs) And so we may have to help them understand what we have come to know. Uh, If you are in your office space and you have the ability to shut your door, you may want to shut your door, turn your phone on do not disturb, take your cell phone, put that on do not disturb, put it in the drawer so you don't see it, turn your face to the wall like a flint and just ponder. Take a moment to do nothing. Take a moment to breathe. Take a moment to just settle down and let the Lord minister to you. You take so much time during the day to literally minister to others. It, we may call it other things when we're in the work environment, but you're ministering. You're helping people think through their problems. You're helping them get themselves together and handle the crises and the conflicts that come up. You're helping them plan and uh, put strategies together to accomplish a task. You're helping. You're doing. You're doing. Who's doing for you? And I'm not talking about an assistant who will come and bring you what you need. I'm talking about who is helping you think through the strategy. You have a team, but do you have the power to be able to ponder what the team has brought to you to make sure that the strategy is the one that you need to be using? This is why it's important for us to include this as a part of our day and the moments that we have because it's not just the power of self and the power of others that can bring stuff to you to help you with what you're doing, but God is your ultimate source and your primary resource. And when you take the time to include him in everything that you're doing, but specifically in a moment that is dedicated to just him, I'm telling you, elevation will come. And I know that. I don't even know if I can say it the way I'm feeling it. But Psalm 46 and 11 gives us a surety that we will receive the elevation of hearing and seeing the elevation of the impact because he said, I will be exalted among the nations, plural, not the nation that you're in, but the nations that you can't even see and might not even be able to name. He will lift you up to that point where you'll see, like he sees, the nations 
that he is speaking to. He'll elevate you to that point. So think of it this way, and I don't want to get really um, deep with it, but he will lift your level of consciousness up, your ability to think, your ability to understand the knowledge that you have so that it's greater than just the place that you're in. It's greater than the organization that you're sitting in, the people that you're dealing with. He'll raise you up to a point where you'll be elevated in your thinking and can consider even greater than your organization, greater than your community, greater than your school, greater than your church. You'll have a plural experience as you are considering the moment while you're pondering. And then he, I love it, he balances that thing out and says, listen, I won't even just take you up into where the nations are. I'll exalt myself in the earth, (laughs) the whole earth. You know the earth is covered with 70% water? It's not just about the 30% that's land. He said, I'll take you up so high. The waters will be a part of your thinking experience. I'll give you a refreshing. I'll wash you. I'll bring so much to you that you won't even be able to contain it. And then he'll fight for you to get what he said. My God. And he'll protect you while he's delivering you to that next place in your point of destiny. But he ends this by telling us to see life, to ponder and to think about what he just said. I dare you to try it. I dare you to give it an opportunity today to work for you. I dare you to test and see if what he said is true, and then give us the praise report, not to acknowledge any person, not to acknowledge anything, but what you're acknowledging is God himself and how he moved in the moment of pondering for you. So I encourage you to send in that praise report. Send it into morning prayer at newbirth.org. Bishop, that's what I've got. Uh, that's all I've got. Hallelujah. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I know that's not all, God. is still bubbling things in you because when you say let us ponder, let us stop to listen to what he has said and think about it, he always begins to fill us with more. And when you said something about think out this, you know, think up the strategies of what it is that he wants us to do. My example came when you have somebody that says to you, I gotta think up I gotta I gotta get somewhere and think. I gotta think this thing all the way through. How am I make this meal? Well the only difference is is that this time you're acknowledging the fact that Lord, I wanna I know you told me to cook this or get dinner ready, but I wanna sit down and think about how do you want me to really carry it out? I was listening to you but I want you to just tell me, how do you want me to carry out? I want to sit down and think on this thing a little bit. I don't have to sit there and work my brain till no end. I just need to get quiet before you. Am I right, Elder Stokes? Get somewhere and get quiet. Getting quiet definitely helps. It definitely helps. And, again, I think many of us refrain from that space. We've had such a negative uh, connotation applied to that space of quiet Maybe you've been told, and I know I've been told, when you're sitting sitting down, being quiet, doing nothing, it's almost like you're lazy. There's no production going on. You're not accomplishing anything. But if you look at the patterns of those 
who are known to be highly successful, Warren Buffett and Bill Gates and people who have accomplished amazing things, if you look at how they structure their day and their lives, you will find that this is a concept that they have incorporated into their daily activities, a moment of time that they block out on the calendar to do nothing but be quiet, to do nothing but think. To do, to do nothing but bring down all of that noise and stuff into a moment and a space where it's just quiet. So, yes, I think, Bishop, as you just said, for any task that we have that requires some level of thinking, we need to take the time to do that, whether it be how to plan a meal how to structure the doctor's appointments so that they line up with the activities of life, work, family obligations, and commitments. Take time to think that through. Whether it be a, a, a project that's taking place at work and a team has to be put together and you got to get the right people in the right seats on this right now bus, <laughs> take the time to think it through. And know, again, there is no shame to that. Take the negativity off of it. It's a positive thing to ponder. It it really is. And and there's a space for it in Christendom. I know some people get a little weary about some things and leery about some things, but God told us right here in his word to be still. He told it to us. And so we're going to take advantage of what he said, and we're going to do it the way that lines up with his word. That's right. And I want to encourage you with that, Saints. Take the time. And and we'll see. And you don't have to tell everybody I'm going to take time to be quiet. Just do it. Like some of you are sitting in your car right now listening to this message, and there's an even flow today with this message, a blessing flow with it. Is. And, and so, therefore, you're able to think even while you're sitting in the car. Uh, some of you said, while I'm walking, Lord, i got to just walk. That moment, that's your moment right there. I'm walking, and in that moment, I'm walking, and this is nothing but me thinking through and pondering what God has spoken today. You watch. Your day will change. It will be enlightened. You'll be strengthened. Oh, my God, and oh, how will you be strengthened? Your attitude will change, and your posture will change because you took the time to ponder and to think on what God has said and what he's doing in your life. And in the midst of it, guess what? You have a smile put on your face. She said, turn the phone off. Turn it over. Don't let it be where it can light up. and Do not disturb. Do that. Well, I got these children in the house. When they, While they're going to school, run home. <laughs> while they're laying down sleeping, get up. Get to that spot that you can be quiet. And then take in what the Lord is saying. I'm going to turn it back over to Elder Stokes. Actually, keep us all in prayer today. And uh, tomorrow at 6.30 a.m. is Throwback Thursday. Yes, it's Throwback Thursday with Elder Karen Standback. You don't want to miss it. Elder uh, Stokes, you can close and take, and then we'll be closing remarks and the song. 
Well, I do appreciate that that you just said about running back to the house so that you could take some time to ponder. That that is that's good right there. I like that, and it reminded me as well of uh, this opportunity as you're driving in your car. As you said, hey, turn off the radio. How about that? Unplug the phone. I, I know we like to listen to our GPS to get directions to get to work. Okay, got that. How, how about taking the sound out of it so that the the car is quiet while you're driving? That way you can ponder. So that's another um, practical tip for pondering. Bishop, we have a praise report and a few prayer requests. Can we go ahead and share those today? Um, I don't want to miss this opportunity before we get off the call. And I do have them up. Is it okay to do that? Yeah, yes, ma'am. Okay, let's let's do that. Morningprayer@newbirth.org is our email address, and we encourage you to send in your praise reports and your prayer requests. Uh, as Teresa Tolliver sent in her praise report, she says, "I praise God for an answered prayer a week ago about my financial situation, about my immunotherapy and chemotherapy, which is seven thousand dollars every two weeks. I only have Medicare." and could not afford the $900 copay. You prayed, and my nurse called Monday morning and said the manufacturer is going to provide me with the drugs for free. No cost to me. Look at God. The nurse applied for me. Thank you for your prayers. Teresa, (laughs) that's a praise report that's really going to have us shouting. God did that for you, and my goodness, we appreciate what he did. So thank you for sharing that, and uh, we appreciate you not only taking the time to send it in, but helping us to celebrate and rejoice with you while you rejoice. We also have some some uh, prayer requests here. Avita Huckabee is requesting prayer for her children, Tanisha, Andrea, Alicia, Shahid Jr., Keon, and Rodriguez. She's also also asking that we pray for her husband, Shahid Huckabee Sr., and she wants us to pray for her vision. Sheila Hill asks that we pray for her as she is deployed. She's been on this journey for the last three years and has allowed her to help people. So she uh, prayed about it, believed about it. She spoke about it. And on a particular Sunday, Pastor Jamal Bryant confirmed it. Uh, She says, listen, my first blessing came in, and I have an order for mobilization. Uh, She said she was driving, and she had to stop because she became overwhelmed with joy. Blessing upon blessing keeps showing up for her. Uh, She wants us to just pray for her and her family as they make this journey on this deployment. She also wants to send her thanks to Pastor Bryant for being a visionary and allowing God to move through him so he could minister to people like her. She says, blessing to my entire new birth family. Valeria Rich is seeking the Lord in prayer for her son, Elijah's health. She wants people uh, that will adhere and obey the voice of God to pray with her and for Elijah. She wants Elijah to be Uh, elevated and lifted up mentally and psychologically. She wants him to become strong and energetic, and she wants him to get through this journey called life. Uh, 
And then Joanne Harris is praying for her husband, Keith, to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as his personal Savior. She wants the Lord to remove the scales from her daughter's eyes so that her daughter will see that living a gay lifestyle is not of God. And she wants her daughter to get her femininity back. And then a Lois Jones petitions prayer for her grandchildren, Holden and Lincoln Maxim. Holden is a one-year-old, and he has tubes in his ears with some black stuff that's running out of his ears. The doctor says that it's normal, but they do not believe this is normal. He's been having some screaming spells while he's sleeping, and then he gets stiff as a board. He's not even awake as this is happening. And so uh, Eloa says that her daughter rubbed oil on him and placed uh, the oil on the altar, and, and she's finding that when she does that, he's able to wake up. We feel, she says, that there's something supernatural going on with him. The other grandson, Lincoln, appears to be doing well, but she says pray for him also because he was born with a cord wrapped around his neck twice, and around his stomach once. And lastly, she's asking that we pray for healing for Annie Ruth Bennett, who is in a nursing home for rehab. And then lastly, Michelle Bell is petitioning prayer for the Stevens family. The doctors want them to abort their baby, and now uh, they are saying that the baby is not going to make it. But we believe God is what Michelle says, and we believe God for a victorious outcome. Bishop Pierman, these are our prayer requests, and you heard Teresa's praise report. We are ready, sir, to pray. Lord, we thank you, and we bless you. We thank you that as we've heard these prayer requests, that, God, you, you've already begun to manifest yourself in and through these prayer requests, and you're turning them now into praise reports. And as you're touching each and every individual according to their situation, we thank you for giving them more than just victory, more than just the healing or deliverance to walk through, but we thank you for blessing them from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. And, Lord, as you're moving even right now, we ask you to continue to strengthen each and every person on this international prayer call today. As we have heard the report, it is now being turned into a praise report, every prayer request. Whose report do we believe? We believe your report. And your report says we're healed, we're delivered, and we're set free. Therefore, God, because you've done it from the crown of our heads to the soles of our feet, and you've tilted heaven in our direction and inclined your ear to hear our prayer, and you've turned our praise with prayer requests into praise reports. We surrender our praise unto you this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Brother Stokes. Amen, amen, amen. Well, we got the victory and the power to ponder. So as we release ourselves from the Bishop Eddie L. Long prayer call today, we go with the understanding that at some point today, God is going to open up some space so we will be able to activate the power we have to ponder. I believe he's going to speak. I believe we're going to hear. I believe great results are going to come out of this. I believe by faith that supernaturally things are going to be able to shift and things are going to start happening, and we're going to see the evidence of what it means 
to ponder. And I thank you all for listening today. I thank you for tapping in. I thank you for your prayers. I thank you for praying for each other. I thank you for covering the governments and the nations and the the armed forces and the Senate and everybody who is running for president right now. I thank you for praying because that's what prayer warriors do. And so we're going to go out today with the victory. There is a meditative song that has been prepared for us. It's called I Speak Life. So as we hang out for a few more minutes, we're going to meditate on that song. And maybe after the song concludes, we can take a little time to ponder. God bless you. Have a great day. Bye-bye. We're living in a time where everybody is struggling for their lives. The stressed, the depressed. But with the power invested in me, I came to speak life over you. I speak blessings of health, blessings of peace. To my brothers and sisters all around the world, especially those in South Africa struggling with AIDS. Brazil, the States. I speak life, you're gonna live. Oh, my brother, my sister, I speak life, you are the head and not the tail, you will prevail. I speak life, don't. lose another person to a senseless death, substance abuse, gang violence, suicide because of low self-esteem. The power of life and death is in the tongue. Speak life over yourself and those you love. Help me sing I speak life, you're gonna live. Oh, my brother, say it again. 